Welcome, guys. In this session, we're going to define what selling means. We're going to get our frame of mind so we have a good understanding of what it means to sell and what our role is in that selling process. So, in its broadest sense, selling is the process that brings about a desired change in the behavior of prospects using a needs-based selling technique. That's what I advocate is the needs-based selling techniques. So your job is to disturb people. Your job is to bring about a desired change in the prospect's behavior so they end up buying from you today. Your primary function as a sales professional is to disturb people. That's your job. If you don't disturb them, then they're going to continue doing what they have been doing because they're not uncomfortable enough to make a change. In other words, you have to remove complacency on the prospect's side. You have to use your skills in listening and asking questions and helping them design solutions to uncover sources of dissatisfaction. Remember, people bow on emotion. They're moved to action by logic. So you have to instill a desire to change the status quo. And then once you have helped them create a desire to change the status quo, then you have to offer an intelligent and acceptable solution. And you have to do that in a way that affects them making a buying decision from you today. So prospecting is really about selling yourself. It's about selling the interview. It's about selling your professionalism. And it's about selling your company. Most salespeople think that it's about selling your company. And the truth is, whether you're using the phone to schedule appointments or you're walking in a business or, or going door to door, you have to be the kind of person that someone is willing to take their time, energy, and resources with to sit down and allow you to come in their business or their home. In other words, you have to sell yourself first. You have to be that kind of person they're willing to let come in their business or home. And then because they, you are the kind of person they're willing to sit down with, then you have to sell the interview. You have to sell them on disclosing their personal or business information in order for you to uncover those needs. And in doing that, then you're selling your professionalism. The reason they're going to disclose this confidential information from you is because they see you as a professional. And it's only at that point that they're going to have an interest in your company. In fact, by doing your job properly and selling yourself the interview and your professionalism, you're, you are going to validate the quality of your company. They're going to see your company as having value because you work there, not because your company is important and therefore they're going to buy from you. They're going to buy from you because you're important and they're going to seek credibility in your company because of who you are. So how do you do this? Well, everybody tunes into WIIFM radio. Everybody tunes into what's in it for me. And that's exactly how your prospect thinks of things, when you're from the very first approach through the service call. So you have to think from the perspective of your prospect. You have to help them uncover the information that triggers their dominant buying motives. It's important that you understand the way your prospect buys because that's going to help you succeed. I want to know how they make their buying decisions. Uh, was it the salesperson's uh, product or service that they packaged together, or did they already have that picked out? 
who made the decision on the price. I want to know all of these things because that's going to tell me how they're going to buy from me. If you don't know how they bought from someone else, it, you know, have no clue how they're going to buy from you. But I'll tell you, simply understanding the way the prospect buys and what their motive is doesn't accomplish anything. You have to figure out their buying motives, and then you have to have the skill and the relationship to use those motives to help them make a buying decision from you. Remember, prospects, most people, buy on emotion, they're moved to action by logic. So prospects, what the prospects buy is the skills that you bring to the table. Uh, they engage in a needs-based sales presentation because the most important thing to people are the things they use the most. The most important things for you are the things people use the most and understanding the order they use those things. So let's talk about the value of prospecting. Only three things happen when you prospect. You either show an immediate profit, in other words, you make a sale. You show a loss, in other words, you didn't get a sale. Or you create what I call a deferred return, which is you get a referral, a callback, or a second appointment. So it's important that you understand what prospecting means and the value of prospecting. If you haven't gone through the activity planning training, the business planning training, you need to go back and go through that. Because if you don't show in a profit or you don't get a referral or a callback, then you've shown a loss. And you're not going to build a six-figure income and a seven-figure business without getting two of these three. It's important that you understand the value of prospecting so that you invest your time, energy, and resources in people that are going to help you build that six-figure income and that seven-figure business. So let's go through who a qualified prospect is. These are my definitions of someone that I would be willing to spend my time and energy with. They have to recognize that that problem exists. They have to be motivated to solve their problem. They have to feel like that your product or service will solve their problem. They have to qualify for your product or service, whatever the qualification is, whether it's credit, health, whatever. They have to have the money to purchase your product or service or the authority to make the purchase if it's a business. They have to be willing to spend the money to purchase your product or service or, or use their authority to make the purchase. And they have to be willing to purchase your product or service today. You make money today. So if they don't meet these criteria as a qualified prospect, I probably wouldn't do a full presentation. That doesn't mean I wouldn't meet with them. I simply probably wouldn't do a complete presentation. So in order for people to disclose this kind of information for you, in order for you to be able to determine that they're a qualified prospect, you have to be pretty good at developing relationships. People will do business with someone that they like. You have to be the kind of person that's likable. And not everybody's going to be likable. I mean, you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea, and that's okay. That's why it's important to have an activity plan and know what your, your metrics are, know what your numbers are. Be yourself. Don't try and be someone else because then you're just considered insincere. Know your products. Have a primary product and an ancillary product. If you haven't gone through the business uh, training process, yes, go through that so that you get a good understanding of how to determine what your primary product is and your ancillary product. It's a sales strength when you know your product so that you can help people design a solution that they're willing to pay for. That's what promotes confidence in people. And I would tell you to expect the best from your prospects. People are not going to spend, take their time to meet with you if they're not more serious and curious. But people are hesitant to make purchases. You do the same thing. I say, salespeople say this all the time, that prospects lie to them. They do. They only lie when they move their lips. But you do that. You go in a car dealership, you get out of your car, the car salesman comes up to you and says, can I help you? 
and you say, no, I'm just looking. And then two hours later, you drive out with a new car. Well, did you lie? Of course not. It's not that you weren't interested in buying a car. You just don't want to be sold, right? You want to buy. You don't want to be sold. So expect the best from your prospects, and then you'll be able to give your best. In order to build this relationship, you have to have a good foundation. Don't answer questions in such a way as to create new ones. Reinforce to the prospect's emotional decision to buy from you with logic. Remember, people buy on emotion, they're moved to action by logic. Even people who say they buy logically buy that way because of how it makes them feel. People do not catch logic. People catch enthusiasm. But if you want to develop positive emotions in your prospects without arousing negative emotions. People are, people's opinions and feelings are neither right or wrong. They're neither good nor bad. They simply are. And that's why you need to go through our active listening. You need to go through the handling objections. Uh, you need to go through all the training so that you get a good foundation. Now, in order to have this good foundation with people, it's important that you understand the difference between empathy and sympathy. Empathy means trying to see, hear, and think like the other person. Empathy is understanding a person looking from their point of view, from their inside out. How do they think? Listening is the skill set for acquiring this kind of understanding. So it's okay to have sympathy for someone, but sympathy means that you feel the same way they do and you don't want them to have to feel that feeling so you don't go for the close. Empathy means I understand how you feel, but it doesn't change the facts. So if you can click here for more training, you can click here to book your next training to have me speak at one of your events. You can click here for articles or other videos, or you can call 865-776-7632 if you have a specific question.